Awesome. Hey, everybody out there, here with Noah Glass, founder and CEO of Olo. Very excited. Uh, you guys just eclipsed what the 50, 55,000 unit mark, so that's super exciting. And Thank congratulations you. on that. That's an incredibly amazing feat, nonetheless. It's taken almost 14 years, so uh, yes, crazy. it's it's uh, an exciting place to be, but uh, it didn't didn't come quickly. Yeah, yeah. Take us back to that, actually. It'd be interesting to hear a little bit about your background uh, before Olo, and then once you got into Olo, some of the changes you guys went through. And um, I'm always intrigued to hear from other entrepreneurs. What would you tell? you know, young Noah or Noah of several years back to uh, kind of build on that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I think my story and my obsession with uh, restaurants and technology probably starts from a young age. My mom was a, uh, a cook, a cookbook author. And so food was always a big part of my life growing up. And uh, I was really intrigued by restaurants mainly because we didn't get to go to restaurants very much. And so it was always like a special treat to go out to a yeah. restaurant. My first couple of jobs were, uh, the first one was a, a cashier at a service station, and I got a little bit of like you know the cashier experience through that role. Yeah. My second job was the more formative one, which was a pizza delivery driver. Really, and I think if I really like trace things back to my like interest in delivery and better ways of consumers placing orders and getting their food, it stems from that pizza delivery job. So That's awesome. I came up with some of that background. Uh, went to college and studied uh, political science, but then focused on international development and just really got interested in business as a result of uh, an internship that I had in college at Shutterfly.com. And it was like right in the summer of 2000, it was this amazing kind of new retail technology breakthrough of a consumer technology, digital cameras, reshaping the way that people printed photos uh, through you know, that retail experience. And it really opened my eyes that technology could be applied to kind of everyday retail experiences. And, I think those two things, the interest in restaurants and new consumer technology trends, those were the two threads that intersected yeah. at, at uh, seeing the opportunity for what became Olo really around like 2003 and four, and then launching as a company in 2005. That's awesome how you kind of took those passions of kind of like growing up in the food industry. And it's interesting because a lot of people start in food. There's a crazy stat out there where yeah. overwhelming majority of Americans start in the food industry branching off into tech and then kind of combining those knowledge bases to create what the company is today, I think it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, I think like uh, that was a, a really formative part of my uh, like professionalization, you know, the, the having a, a job as a cashier at a service station, yeah. having to like greet people and yeah. make change for them and then applying that to being a pizza delivery driver. Like yeah. there, there was some of that. I remember my first boss, this is when I was like 16. Yeah. I mean, I'd worked jobs when I was growing up, like shoveling driveways yep. and that sort of thing. But like and first real job. Growing up in the Northeast. Exactly and, right. Well, we're both, we're both Boston yeah, guys. Yeah, both Boston so, guys. Um, the, the heavy, wet snow is always kind of the, the worst. Yes, uh, true. But it always felt like a good opportunity to go out and make yeah. an extra buck when everybody else was, uh, was kicking their feet up for the day. But so like my, my first real boss said like, you know, this is going to be a good job. You're going to apply things that you know from your social life, you know, making eye contact with people and inquiring about how their day is going and that's going to become like what makes you successful as a cashier at the service station. Yeah. And, um, I like to think that, that 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 was a good beginning for me and it led to the curiosities and back to the question about, you know, what would I advise kind of a, a young me yeah. or a young entrepreneur? I think not everybody has that entrepreneurial bug, but if you kind of keep having thoughts of ways that things could be better and new businesses that could improve an industry or you know, whatever they are. Um, you have to listen to those kind of uh, 
interests and, and uh, that, that nagging voice that says like, well, maybe you could start something and it could it could make this better. And um, what was that that point where you took that leap, right? Because it's always that yeah. that leap point, like I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. So so the story of Olo right before it began was uh, I was living in Johannesburg, South Africa. Oh wow. It's a whole, whole other story about why I was there, what I was doing. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I could go on for a long time about that, so I'll just say I was living there for a year in 2004, um, and I really saw smartphones uh, in use while I was there. I was working for a company called Endeavor, uh, which is a nonprofit but kind of works like a venture capital firm in emerging market countries. And so I was working with a lot of entrepreneurs, some of whom were building smartphone software. Mm-hmm. And this was like three years before iPhone was even announced. Um, by Steve Jobs in 2007. So this was yeah. like very early Windows Mobile and yeah. Symbian devices. But they were building software that could be used in those devices and I just had this epiphany that we were all gonna get these smartphones and they were gonna become more than just content or communication devices, but they were gonna become commerce devices. And that was like the little kernel of an idea and then uh, met up with some engineers to take that idea and apply it to imagine if somebody could order coffee from a mobile phone interface on what at the time was a very slow wire, uh, wireless application protocol, yeah. WAP uh, protocol. Um, but you know, built up a little uh, prototype, showed it to an investor. I was supposed to go and start at Harvard Business School in the fall. And he basically said, look, you know, I've worked with you for the last year. I, I know that you're a go-getter. If you believe in this idea enough, to quit your job and withdraw your admission to Harvard Business School to commit yourself full time to this, I'll give you half a million dollars to get the thing started. And it was this like great gift that he gave yeah. to me, not just the money, which is obviously like a really nice way to get started, but really like checking my conviction about how much did I believe in this idea. And also believing in you, right? Yeah. That's a really big important thing and uh, having other people trust and believe in you I think is really cool. But I think also the like... And rescinded from Harvard Business School, HBS, yeah. like that's not an easy task. You know? It's that's, not, especially when you're from Boston you're from and you've Boston. got a mom who likes to cook and yeah. is dying to get you home so she can cook for you yeah. and says, you're going to do what? You're not going to yeah. come? Yeah, and it's kind of interesting, right? Like as you do these things, you have those opportunities. Uh, I don't know about you, but my family is like, you're going to do a start. You have this job, you have this, edu- right. you know, you're doing a startup. Uh, do you have any of those? things go on or yeah I mean I think like that was the the knee-jerk reaction from a lot of people but I feel super fortunate my my wife who was then my girlfriend um, and my parents were super supportive and my wife became almost like our chief marketing officer for the first six months of the company and a lot of of the the good things we did going from an idea and a prototype into a commercialized product were her ideas that I just helped to execute and uh, I feel really lucky that I've had that that family around me that's been so supportive to actually support the business, but also be in the business yeah. uh, to some extent. That's awesome. And then tell us a little bit, like, what is Olo today? Yeah, so today up? we are uh, the largest digital ordering and delivery enablement platform for the industry, uh, which means that we help restaurant brands uh, build apps and sites that let their customers order ahead, pay ahead, and get their food faster at the restaurant or get it delivered to them. Uh, We do that now for over 275 restaurant brands and 55,000 restaurants. And if you look at the public restaurant brands, just kind of as a proxy for the large enterprise segment of the market, 
it's over half of them that have built their digital ordering and delivery on top of the Olo platform. So brands like Applebee's and Chili's and Wingstop and Jamba Juice, and Noodles and Company and Shake Shack and Sweetgreen, all of those and about 265 additional are uh, built on top of the Olo platform. And uh, just for scale, we did in 2018 100 million transactions through wow. our platform which is a big number. Congratulations. They scale to that number though from engineering feet, right? Yes, The scalability totally. component of that to uh, have it be uptime and successful is, is, yeah. is remarkable. Yeah. So kudos and, and, off and, to, to your CTO and engineering crew. Yeah, our CTO has been with us for over 13 years. Wow. I was one of the first engineers I started working with in Johannesburg. Um, that's an interesting story in its own right. <laughs> he, he moved his entire life from Johannesburg over to New York to build our engineering team yeah. in New York City. Um, an amazing kind of commitment that he's had to the business. But yeah, he's really built up a really scalable, resilient, high-performance platform. And uh, 100 million transactions last year, the year before 50 million, the year before that 25 million. So it's been doubling double, double, annually. Double. It's not a bad thing to be in as a no. startup. And, and this year we're on track to do 200 million transactions. Um, so it's, it's a pretty amazing scale. Um, and we think that's part of this bigger digital shift that's happening in the industry where you talk to restaurant analysts and they'll say between now and 2022, the next four years, it will be $200 billion, uh, 25 cents of every restaurant dollar in an $800 billion industry that is now going to be ordered through digital channels. And so that's a big transition for the industry to go to and go through. And uh, we want to be kind of the, the party that's helping the industry go through that shift and our customers go through it successfully. And where do you see that happening? Like, what do you see Olo's role three years from now in the restaurant space? I think a lot more of it will be going through delivery than is currently. So if you look at how it, that number breaks down... Um, Which is interesting, right? You talk to a lot of restaurateurs and they know delivery is here and yeah. it's such a huge chunk now so you, it's going to continue to grow and yeah, it, may or may not be surprising to some people out there. It's surprising. Well, okay. Yes and no. Yes, it's a huge chunk now, but it's only 3% of overall industry sales. And so you think about an $800 billion industry, and that's still a lot. $24 billion is a lot of money. But the fact it's only 3%, if you look at that relative to pickup and takeout, that's 39% of the industry. It's 13 times the size of delivery, which is just 3%. So I think you know our mix of that sort of 13 to 1 ratio, it's more like 10 to 1 of pickup orders to delivery orders. Right. I think over time, delivery will make up a larger chunk of our overall, but overall, everything is growing dramatically. It's doubling annually. Um, I think a lot of the growth is now coming from delivery of consumers saying, pickup was even faster than going to the restaurant and ordering and then waiting and then taking it out right. or doing it through drive-through. But what's even more convenient than that is to not even have to go to the restaurant, yeah. but just have somebody else go pick it up for me and deliver it to me. Especially over that winter in Boston, where yeah. you don't want to get out on the road yes. and have someone bring it over to you. For sure. I hope people are tipping their drivers well, because yes. that is a, a thankless job on those cold days. Yeah. And a uh, question for you. What's your favorite food item from your mom's cookbook? Ooh. Um, the thing that I have made most of, uh, th that I've made the most recently, uh, with a two-year-old at home, uh, every Sunday I make the kind of innards of her lasagna recipe, which is a yeah. uh, an, an oven-roasted uh, vegetable lasagna. And so it's sweet potatoes and onions and carrots and red peppers and zucchini. 
just you know, a little bit of olive oil and stick it in the oven for that sounds awesome 35 40 minutes and uh, it's just like a great everyday thing to yeah. feed to a two-year-old and, and eat myself and have like a unique Sunday dinner that uh, from the mom's recipe which is like pretty phenomenal right? yes like, that's, that's awesome. great that's awesome no this is incredible I really appreciate you Thank taking you. the time to chat with us today um, any other questions anyone wants to direct how do they find Olo if I'm a restaurateur out yeah. there and I want to really supercharge my business from a mobile ordering standpoint or from ordering standpoint in general because you guys are kind of across the gamut how do I find out about Olo how do I sign up yep. etc uh, the website is pretty easy. It's olo.com, O-L-O.com, which is the acronym for online ordering. Back when the online ordering was a new thing. Yeah. Kind of it's funny, it dates the, uh, the term online ordering to the same era of America Online when online was two different words in an acronym, O-L. Interesting. Uh, so it was around as a, as a term before we were out as a company. But that's our, our URL, olo.com. Except when you go to it, you don't hear the little, for those of us old enough, when you used to go on AOL, you hear the little noise yes. beeping and the little running man. That's right. Your, your site would load right away. We don't, yeah, we don't have that effect yet, yeah. but uh, it would be fun to do a little playoff on yeah. that with a guy carrying a pizza or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But Olo.com, uh, you can find me at Noah at Olo.com. That's my email address or on Twitter, NHGlass uh, at Twitter. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we love talking to restaurants. We tend to work more with the enterprise segment of the industry, yep. but... Um, love talking to restaurants of all shapes and sizes about how they can successfully navigate this digital shift happening in the industry and supercharge digital ordering and delivery Where enablement. Where do you see artificial intelligence taking place in regards to ordering? Yeah, I think it's a big part of it uh, in, in a couple of different fronts. I mean, one is sort of the user interface and recommending to the consumer things that they might like based on other things that they've ordered in the past. Yep and a little bit of collaborative filtering of saying, here's what you've ordered in the past, here's what other people like you have ordered, and so here's what we'd recommend that you maybe haven't tried before. Mm. I think that's a big opportunity that gets unlocked with just the data, being able to see a customer across many different dining yeah. occasions. There are other examples of AI. I think that's one that, yeah. uh, to me, is something that you already see some of the marketplaces. Uber Eats does, I think, a really good job of that. And I think more restaurant brands are going to start to experiment with that. And um, I think AI has got a, got a, a big uh, future in the restaurant industry from a number of different dimensions. Um, certainly digital ordering and delivery enablement is, is uh, one or, or two of those dimensions. Awesome. No, I appreciate your time today. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you. Great to see you.